0: Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong, and welcome to Cracking Addiction. And we have with us Dr. Laura Petracek. So, Laura, today we're going to talk about the eighth step. What is the eighth step?
1: The eighth step is made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them All
0: right. Now, when I first read for the first time the eighth step, I shuddered almost as much as I shuddered when I read the fourth step, which was making the inventory. It's very challenging, isn't it? How, you know, what do you think and how did it, you know, how was it for you?
1: It is really challenging. I mean, the fourth step, you know, it's its terrifying to look at the wreckage of our past, mm. my past and what my mm. addiction uh, caused. And, and then the eighth step, is scary. You do it in all sense. Over again. Well, you're not necessarily doing it all over again, but you're taking actions to repair the damage done. And that to me is even more challenging because you don't know how you're going to be received. If it mm-hmm. includes people, which it usually does. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be in regards to institutions or, um, you know, somebody, something else, but usually it's people that yeah. we need to make list to. Yeah.
0: So making the list, it's 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 almost the same as making a, an inventory, isn't it?
1: Well, again, it's it's one step on this adventure, one step beyond making uh, looking at our. Um, Character default, as someone recently called it, um, instead of defects of character. Because the A step is, you know, now we're trying to address the shame from all those uh, shortcomings or all those um, actions that cause harm to other people. It's more of a social type of step, whereas the fourth step is more individual. It's us making a list. And the eighth step is more of a social step in that we're uh, addressing people who we have made harm to, where we have caused harm.
0: How long does that take?
1: Uh, (laughs) It takes a long time. I mean, one thing about the step is initially my first eight step, you know, had to do with the damage my drinking and, uh, drugging had caused, but then the subsequent eight steps now you're clean and sober. Now it's clean and sober. So to me, it's been harder down the road because I don't have alcohol or drugs to hide behind the wreckage that I've caused, you know, it's, um, my own moral failing. So it's not, it's for me, more challenging to look at. And also, the other aspect for me is having bipolar disorder, having to look at uh, the wreckage that that has caused, even though I'm clean and sober, and to make amends in that regard.
0: Right, right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of self reflection in there, and, and you know, I would suggest that for some people, there's a lot of self flagellation but you know we can have a discussion about what the difference is between self-reflection and self-flagellation perhaps in another day but it does require sitting down and thinking about uh you know what happened then what did i do then who did i hurt then so there's a lot of sitting down and just thinking isn't there
1: yes there's a lot of reflection and i mean we don't have to wait for another podcast to talk about self-flagellation people do tend to beat up on themselves it's this step almost lends itself to that but it's not meant for that it's meant to uh making a list of all persons Mm you at harm and becoming willing it doesn't mean you're actually going to that's the ninth step the ninth step is making amends this step is about being willing and Mm -hmm. because that is a um stance that's necessary before we could actually make amends. We have to be willing. Hmm. Um, but it's it's not an easy step.
0: Why do, why do they get stuck?
1: Because they jump ahead. They're like, oh no, I make a list and then have to become willing. And oh no, I don't know if I want to face my ex-boss because then I'm going to, have to pay thousands of dollars. Or I don't know if I want to face my spouse or child because you know, they may hate me even more than they do, or maybe they won't forgive me. And then what am I going to do? So people future trip a lot on this step. And then that stops them from just taking it one part at a time. And the first part I've just heard over the years, and what I've said to my own sponsees is you're only making a list. That's it. Don't go to the next part yet, because that's going to trip you up. Just make the Mm. list. And that helps a lot of people, you know, not to future trip, but what this amends is going to look like or how am I, how's it all going to play out?
0: Yeah, that's a good piece of uh, advice, isn't it? You're just making a list. You're just writing something on a piece of paper.
1: Well, you're not just writing something on a piece of paper. You're writing, you're writing names. You know, a lot of times people float these names in their head of who they've harmed. And they're like, Laura, well, I'd have to write that down. I already have the list in my head. And I'm like, well, here's the difference. When you put pen <laughs> to paper and write those names down, it becomes more real, um, yeah. the harm that you've caused. And it also mm. uh, is, it points to what the next step is going to be or the next part of it, the next section of the step, which is becoming willing And it makes it more real. When it's in your head, you're like, oh, yeah, I think I hurt that person. Or, oh, yeah, I messed up on that job. But when you write it down, it's irrefutable evidence. It's like, okay, there it is, black and white. Mm -hmm. I can't get around this. I can't rationalize, make excuses. This is who it is. And, you know, I have to face it, even though
0: I don't really want to. Yeah. And this is in the context of the seventh step, which is, of course, where you've, on a daily basis, ask God to remove your defects of character. So, you know, is is failure to actually progress onto the eighth step a defect of character, do you think?
1: Well, it's interesting you say that because there's um, a phrase in the rooms called delay is dangerous. So delaying, making this list, becoming willing, Why it's dangerous is because some people have relapsed behind not making amends and carrying all this, you know, shame and regret in their head, self-flagellation, and then what do they do? Well, they're gonna pick up a drink. And that's not gonna help anybody, or it's not definitely not gonna Mm. help themselves. So that's why delay is dangerous and it's important to, you know, continue with the courage you've used for the first seven steps. Now for the eighth step.
0: Now in in the fourth and fifth step, you know, we have our sponsor, don't we?
1: Yes. You do have your sponsor helping you or your therapist. Who have you got,
0: or your therapist, yeah. Who have you got helping you in the eighth step?
1: You have your sponsor and they'll usually say over and over, make a list. Well, I don't know. I don't really want to this person's going to be so mad. They're already so mad. Or I know that some things that have been suggested to you and that I've suggested to sponsees is put the names on the list that you're more comfortable making amends to. And the people that, uh, or places that are really, you know, that you don't want to make amends or you feel it's going to be a very complicated situation, put those names at the bottom of the list, that the more difficult amends, but the amends that Seem that they'll be easier. Put those on the top, and then it helps you go through make that list. It makes it a little right. easier.
0: Yeah, little steps first. Yeah, go for the easy wins first.
1: Yeah, huh? yeah, go for the easy ones first. All right. Although All right. you know you don't necessarily. No, you may think yeah. it's an easy win, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then when you hear feedback from the other person, you're like, oh man, okay, um, <laughs> yeah. I had went uh, I don't know well i'd uh, made an amends once to one of my professors and and then he proceeded to uh you know name many other of my shortcomings so and I thought that was gonna be an easy win. so I was like, no, oh, I really misjudged that one, so you don't really know um how the person's gonna respond. most mm. people are. Uh, welcoming but some people but we, still haven't,
0: we haven't done that me? yet have we that yeah we
1: that's just that's making the that's list the next yeah that's thank <laughs> that, you that's the next step. See, I'm doing yeah, exactly yeah. what you're supposed to do <laughs> and what stops you from making the list
0: yeah just yeah,
1: make the sure. list I don't know how are they gonna react just make the list yeah but what if they get more pissed up just make the list Ah, yeah. da, 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 make the list you just say it like a broken record.
0: Okay, so let's your, let's yeah. talk let's talk about some of the practicalities here, right? You're writing something on a piece of paper that is so deeply personal and private. You know, what if it gets out? What if it what if you know what 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 kind of what kind of issues are there around privacy and, and respect? Well the privacy
1: would be between you and your sponsor. Um initially. I mean, the nice step is when you go out and make amends. That's a different story, as we've said, or a different step. But um but hopefully your sponsor will keep your confidentiality just as a therapist is, although a sponsor mm. isn't bound by the same law and ethics a therapist is, but mm. uh they kind of to that, aspire to that. Um so it's important to let the person know, look, I'm not going to tell anybody, um, mm. you know.
0: Because this is the first time that you're talking about other people. Yeah. Right. Until now, it's all been
1: about. And you're talking about how you, your actions affected yes. other people. That yeah. is not an easy pill to swallow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first time that you're talking about other people everything else has all been an internal reflection between you and the sponsor and God, and and having to improve yourself and going on a journey of personal growth. But this is really, this is really the first time when your sponsor could really breach a, a kind of a, a relationship of trust and privacy there. So it's a really important uh, decision to make to actually choose the sponsor.
1: Yes. Um it doesn't happen. I think it happens rarely. I mean, I've been clean solar for years, and I haven't heard that happen too often. The time the times that I have heard it that that um, uh, confidentiality being broken is if unfortunately, your sponsor goes out and drinks again and then maybe they say things they shouldn't say mm-hmm. or share things they yeah. shouldn't. say. But otherwise, I think it's a rare occurrence, like, let's say 1%, if even that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's still an issue to think about.
1: Yeah, it's an issue to think about. But I think think what gets in people's way is a lot. It's not so much not trusting the sponsor to keep your confidence, but it's having the courage and willingness to actually write these names down and face your, you know, the havoc that you've left behind, it's it's not easy to face that or face those people. Mm.
0: So let's say you've done the list, right? I mean, how, how impactful is this step on, on recovery when you've actually got this piece of paper with your, your penciled lines and a list of names and you know, what is is it is it in and of itself? Do you get a sense of closure when you've done the list, or is it then simply the gateway to further, um, further, further angst regarding the next step?
1: So, one thing about doing this step is that once you become willing to let go of the resentments, uh, to make amends, to let go of blame and self pity, you know, you recognize that we're all just ordinary garden variety human beings. And for a lot of people, that's a welcome relief instead of feeling like, you know, the worst person in the world or sometimes the best person in the world. But it helps let go of that self-loathing and beating up on yourself.
0: Right. So it is actually the, it, it is actually a part of a process of healing, you know, it's it's has to be seen in that context, doesn't it?
1: Right, because before you could rebuild relationships, you need to identify the relationships you've damaged. You have to work on those first before you could rebuild relationships.
0: Right, right. Okay, so what what message of hope would you give to someone contemplating an eight-step list?
1: Well, the message I would give is... um, Put your name on that list first. Put your name on the top, you know, Mm -hmm. because in a way, by putting my name on the top of the list, even though it's interesting, they do not have this in the literature, but this has become more commonplace throughout the years because this, there were so many barriers for people making this list and understandably so. So someone finally said, put your name on the top of that list, you know, because the person you need to make amends to first is yourself. And then by making amends to yourself, you could um, hopefully stop the process of being irresponsible and self-destructive, you know, continuing those behaviors. So I Mm -hmm. think the first message of hope is you're going to feel better about you because you're first going to make amends to yourself. And then it might fall a little bit easier to make a list of persons you have harmed and move forward from there. And you're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel better about yourself. You're not gonna feel like such a piece of, you know, you're just not gonna feel all that self-loathing.
0: All right, Laura. Well, look, thanks very much for your wisdom today. Um, hopefully we can speak again very soon about the, the next step. Thank you,
1: Fergal, and thank you for having me on your show.
0: That's all for today folks, my name is Dr. Fergal Armstrong and this has been Cracking Addiction.